Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format helps you learn at your own pace and fit earning a degree into your life. From before you enroll to after you graduate, you'll be supported by people who are invested in your success so you can pursue your goals knowing that help is available if you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is the James Altucher Show. So, idea list of the day. They've been doing really well. Jay, what was the last idea list of the day one that we did? Uh, I think it was the Japanese concept. Oh, yeah. The 10 different Japanese concepts like Ikigai and Wabi-Sabi. All this stuff. That was really fascinating, actually. Today... We're going to do 10 Things to Ignore in 2022 by Bill Bergerman. And Bill uh, wrote this idea list on notepad.com, N-O-T-E-P-D, no A, notepad.com without an A. And it's a place where it's sort of like Twitter, but add in all these, everybody's writing thousands of idea lists and they're searching idea lists and they're having idea sex with idea lists, meaning you take two lists and you combine them and create a new idea list. And on and on. There's so many yeah. great idealists, and we're kind of featuring idealist of the day in the in these episodes, these sub episodes. Yeah, and also the difference between Notepad and Twitter is that Notepad is not owned by Elon Musk. Right. Notepad is for by the people for the people. <laughs> so it's like Robin Hood. So Bill Berg. So I'm joined by Jay Robin Paolo, who is co-founder of Notepad, and. Let's do it. 10 Things to Ignore in 2022 by Bill Bergerman. First off, what does it mean to ignore it? Well, I think ignore it is just like, I felt like it's hard to ignore because you have to acknowledge every news out there. Ignore it, just that you just you just don't read into the headline and click on the article. That's you mean, why I you're mean. saying in this one case where if you if you ignore news. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because if you look at news or if you need to read anything current, like the headline will pop up no matter what. And also, like I, I do agree that the less you click on the headline that's related to the current news that you don't care about, I think Google algorithm would just show it less. But Jay, let me ask you this, and, and all right. of you guys, from 2010 to March 2020, I didn't look at any news at all. I would never look at Google News. I would never look at any news website. I never picked up a newspaper. And, uh, and during this time, actually, I would go on news shows. <laughs> And people would say, how do you get informed? And my assumption is, is that you just kind of know what's going on. Like, even if you never read the news, you would know there was a war going on between Russia and Ukraine. Right. And you would know kind of the basics about it because everyone's talking. About, people are only really talking about the stuff they remember and the most important parts. And then you have your opinion based on everything you already know. And better to read books on history of Russia and Ukraine so then you could comment on the war, not see the latest, like, oh, there was a bombing here, there was a bombing there. But but 
in March 2020, I made the mistake of starting to read the news. Robin and I were doing these Instagram lives every day about how to interpret COVID stuff. And because there was so much misinformation in the news, which now we realize was all misinformation. Nobody knew anything. So it was good to have a different perspective. But then I started getting a little depressed reading the news. Like it's really good. I agree with Bill here. It's He just says mainstream news. I say ignore all news and have an attention diet for like, because we don't need, none of it will change your life. Knowing any piece of news will, none of it will change your life. And instead of that time, let's say the 45 minutes a day you read news or the two hours a day you look at news, you could be doing so many other things. You could be reading a book, you could be spending time with loved ones, you could be, you know, watching TV and having fun, playing games. And also writing ideas on Notepad. Exactly. So, uh, Robin, Paul, what do you what do you guys think? I feel like I have to listen to some of the news just because when I trade stocks, I have to know what's going on. Yeah, but I trade stocks, and the the news. Look, I used to be a financial journalist in the Wall Street Journal. I could tell you more than anyone that none of those writers for those publications know anything. Like, if you listen to them, I don't listen know to them. Zero. But, but I'm not even saying their recommendations. Their news, their interpretation of earnings is always wrong. I don't. I don't read that. I'm just. I just look at what's going on in the world, and then I just make my own. Like I think, mm, okay, we're you know going into war. Uh, okay, I need to get oil. I need to buy this. I need to do that. That's what I do. So, so Robin, just look at the news in the more general terms. Actually, I I saw her in action, and so did. Actually, everybody on Notepad, uh, when Ukraine and Russia went to war, I didn't see you looking at news, but you—I mean—you started doing research right away. What commodities are in the Ukraine? Right, and and you started buying all those because the supply was going to go down, and so the commodities were going to go up, like wheat. And right. you you had a doomsday portfolio. If you search for doomsday portfolio on Notepad, people will see all those stocks you recommended are up huge, and the market's down. Right. So that's what I do. That's what I use the news for. Just information. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. What would you call it? A news, though. Yeah, that's not I news. That's like news research. Is... Yeah. Well, I, mean, I have to know but... what's going on in the world, so it is sort of news. By definition, it's new information, right? So it can be right. news. Yeah, yeah like, well, like yeah. But you just had to read one headline that okay, Russia and Ukraine are at war, and then you could have come up with the exact same doomsday portfolio doing research. Right. So technically, Robin didn't really read news, but she get the information. Yes, you you did a lot of research, but I don't think any none of the links you sent me were actual news. Some of them were were very oh, no. in-depth I mean, I guess articles I just, about commodities, but right. No, I just I go uh, I look at certain things and I just sort of take a world view of what's going on, a snapshot, and then I go from there. Yeah. All right, that's acceptable. Yeah, for me. Yeah, so I've, I yeah I don't think that I don't think that's considered mainstream news, you know. So I think I think that's a little <laughs> bit different. What are you? What about you, Paul? Do you do you read the news? Uh, none whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a line. Was it Mark Twain? If you don't read the news, you're uninformed. If you read Wait. the news, you're misinformed. Aren't you the one that told me that Elon Musk about to finish the deal? Yeah, but it's because I I'm on Twitter. 
right? I, uh, <laughs> I, that, that's what I mean. You just I need absorb. to go into the belly of the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understand belly of the beast. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but that's just what I mean, though. You absorb the things anyway. Like, it's not as if he is holding his hand up and saying, oh, no, that's news. I can't see it. Like, some news bubbles to the top and you can't help but observe it. But right. to actually, like, you know, oh, here's my latest New York Times. Oh, here's... So oh, yeah. like, I'm going to go on, okay, I'm going to go on CNN.com. Those are just opinions. Yeah, yeah, it turns out that most of the news in the end, it's irrelevant, right? If you hadn't read it right. one year ago, you know, what would be the difference? Yeah, right? like, like, for instance, today, big news, Twitter's board okays the sale to Elon Musk. Twitter's going to sell to Elon Musk. How is this possibly going to affect any of our lives? Uh, I'm going to make more money on my stock. So you, <laughs> well, you're going smart. <laughs> Wait, you own Twitter? Yes. I should. Okay, good for you. I I I was thinking about buying Twitter like last week. I I saw the news. I'm like, maybe I should buy, and then I'm like, nah, nah. I I I bought more today. It's not too late. I mean, I I did bought a little bit, like very tiny amount. Well, I mean, what's he? he, But wait, what's it going to go up to though? I don't know. It's been up in the seventies. Why would it go up in the seventies? He's going to buy it for fifty-four. Right, but I, I'm just saying though, uh, anything that he touches, it sort of, I don't know, there, it's going to get a lot more attraction now for both sides. But, but, I think it's going to be yeah, more. Centric. I think now trade has uh, has stopped because of the announcement, and by definition, the more information there is and the more certainty that the buyout is going to be at fifty four, then the right. market price is going to go to fifty four. Right. Yeah, it only go stop. higher than fifty four if someone else makes an offer. And that's possible, but also if the deal falls apart and Elon Musk is a very, you know, remember he said he was going to take Tesla private and then he didn't. If Elon Musk pulls out, the stock will go back to like 40 bucks. Yeah, that's overnight. actually interesting because uh, the news now has been out for like a week or so, right? But the price a week ago was uh, very far away. It was like 40 or something, which basically yeah. meant that the market had the, a lot of uncertainty about the deal going through, right? Which of it, course it, now it, it's not the case, right? Now the information is clear that the deal is going through. The price goes at uh, uh, fifty-four. Otherwise, it would be clear sort of uh, arbitrage opportunity, right? Yeah, I mean, right now, okay, he's offering. I think he's offering fifty-four. Yeah, and yep. uh, it's at fifty-one sixty-nine. It closed at so so that's uh, two two dollars thirty cents you could make if you buy it now, and let's say the deal closes in three months. That's about, uh, I don't. Know, that, that's a good annualized return. So, so you you could do an arbitrage here. You could buy it for fifty one sixty nine, and then ultimately sell it to Elon Musk for fifty four on the day the deal closes. And yeah, but, but the risk is it goes to gonna, forty. Who would sell it now? Well, well, you would sell it now if you felt nervous that the deal wasn't going to go through, or if you've been holding it since forty, and and now you don't want to. Oh, you don't want to take the final two bucks of risk when it could go back down to 40. You know, it's actually trading for like a 20% annualized return right now. Uh, if you, if you do the arbitrage play, not, not to get into the details of that. So it's, it's an interesting play, but you have to have a lot of confidence that he's going to finish the deal or someone else is going to make an offer. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to finish the deal. So, but the thing is, then is, is this something to ignore or not? <laughs> I think it's you ignore. Okay, if you're an investor, you if you're an investor, you only need to know the headline, 
and you know you need to know the buy price and then you have to use your own research to determine what's the likelihood that he's going to buy it and what's the likelihood that maybe someone else you know is going to um make an offer and so you, so then that's where you do need to know all this stuff if you're going to play the stock but in terms of your daily life it doesn't change anything no it doesn't it doesn't that's why i don't i don't get why people are crying over in on the on the twitter <laughs> like oh yeah my my free my freedom of speech oh, is gonna it's clearly for like, the politics of it right oh yes yeah. uh, that's why yeah uh, that's the only reason why people care it's controversial but yeah. but like even like let's say he's alt right and the former owners were alt left it, yes on the fringes some tweets get uh uh censored or or you know you, you can't see them anymore but i barely even look at it, the feed during the day anyway i barely look at it so how's it going to affect our lives one way or the other and and by the way he's not all right as far as we know he's, not, he's yeah. kind of in the center he is in the center That's yeah but of course like you it. know it's not going to affect us but uh, it affects the people that are complaining right there's always yeah. the there's <laughs> the idea by uh, Nassim Taleb that there's a vocal minority right you just right, need yeah. a small vocal minority who's not willing to change their mind uh, and they're going to make a difference nonetheless, right? So that's why it seems like, oh, everyone is dying yeah, because of it. Exactly. But it's just a few people who uh, like like to tweet a lot. What would happen if it when if he just dismantled it? He's not like, going to Where would go everyone go? No, I know, but I'm just saying that where where would everyone go? Notepad, obviously. Notepad. We'll take <laughs> yeah, in everyone. Notepad, of course. Yeah. Who, who else, who else is going to go? <laughs> well, I, I do think that like like some some uh, some news company going to get affected on Twitter because that's their bread and butter. That's why I think they, they, they are nervous about it. Most people that cry. But why? Why would a new, they're not going to get censored. He's not going to censor anybody. No, that's why. Because, you know, that's the whole point on news is about, you know, like competing with other, other news outlets. If other news outlet got censored, they win. You know, they get more money. So if I see. So you're censored, saying like the big news companies will right. be threatened by, let's say the Alex Joneses of the world who will no longer be censored on Twitter. Yes. Okay. You know, they will lose part of their market share. I, I think what, what yeah. Musk is probably going to do with Twitter is change the algorithm to be more TikTok-like. So, yeah. so if you remember on the podcast, Mark Cuban was saying how TikTok got the best algorithm and he described it a little bit. And they very quickly, if a tweet or if a, if a TikTok video gets more usage than statistically um, the average video gets, it gets pushed in front of everybody. So I bet you Elon Musk will start changing the Twitter algorithm to be more like the TikTok algorithm. So you can start seeing tweets that are not from your um, the people you follow, but also trending the, the tweets that are trending very quickly upwards. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, this. So, so it'll uh, value cool quality content more. Yeah, and also I I do like the idea of him. Like I wish that he would bring back a page focused on who who get shadow banned and who got banned. You know, like so you you would know it's more transparent that way. Like you, would but he's not going to ban anyone. He's not going to shadow ban anyone. No, he's, yeah, no. he's totally against censorship. Yeah, so I mean, this is why it's not going to change no. my life at all or yeah. anybody's life that I know. And also, Twitter is like a private company anyway. It is it's not a private, private company. company in terms of like you know people are running it. It's not owned by government or whatever. So it's not going to change anyone's life anyway. What else should we ignore in twenty twenty two? Oh, oh, right. So, so this guy did say, whatever Elon Musk is doing, we should ignore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's his number nine. Because 
Because his point is, is that, okay, the guy announces things and everyone goes crazy, like buy GameStop stock. Yep. And then they, and you know, Dogecoin. And Dogecoin, like whatever. <laughs> so, but I do agree with that, that nothing Elon Musk has done to date has changed my life at all. Now, he does say ignore everything Kim Kardashian is doing. I agree with that. I am I not mean, so sure. <laughs> really? I mean, that is what? So boring. What? Yeah, why do we need to know what Kim Kardashian uh, is doing? Uh, it's because it affects the music of Kanye West. Yes. That's a big You problem. know, they broke up. Yeah, that's why it affects uh, his music. Yeah, right? Kanye now West. Now he just uh, right, sings uh, songs about Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye West is like an OCD and bipolar. So whatever's happening in his life gets magnified in his music. And right. okay, the guy... By the way, interestingly, this is related to Twitter because didn't, oh no, that's Snoop Dogg wanted to be the CEO of Twitter. Kanye West wanted to be president. But, right. uh, you know, Kanye is a very creative uh, uh, producer. So it's always interesting to he see is. what his next genre of music or generation of music is like. But right. okay, some some gossip I find to be kind of funny, but you're right, it's probably not worth knowing or, about. Yeah, because or, unless you really care about Pete Davidson. Um, I don't. Actually, exactly. <laughs> then you do have to care about Kim Kardashian's. Okay, here's another one: the U.S. midterm elections. I totally agree with this guy on this yep. with with Bill. Uh, yeah. That why do we care about who's okay? Maybe Congress or Senate goes from Democrat to Republican or whatever, which just means less will get done. And I think history has shown that the most successful periods in the American economy is when the president is of a different party than Congress. So either way, it probably doesn't affect us at all. Like, like if you think about it, what, what actions in Congress, well, it's hard to say that during COVID because they shut down the eco entire economy. So, right. but other than that, what does Congress ever do that changes your life? I mean, definitely not mine. I mean, although by definition, you, uh, you know, your argument doesn't stand because uh, we just have proof that the economy and everything, right? So yeah, it's, it just needs true. to be but, right once, and it was right now. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay, but there's, but but his point is though, there's nothing we could do yeah, about true. it. So yes, that's you know, true. Yeah. so that's the other thing is not it, not only will most things not affect your life, but even when they do, there's very <laughs> little we could do about it except find the loopholes if you were so inclined. Yes, it's totally true. Airbnb has changed my life. If anything, they have made my life so much better. Like I used to live in Airbnbs. I, I lived in over 100 or 200 different Airbnbs over a three-year period, and I loved it. I, loved, I became a really good guest of Airbnbs, and I got to know lots of hosts. So when I initially owned a house, I, of course, the first thing I thought was I'm going to turn my house into an Airbnb because I travel a lot. So why leave my house unused when I can make a side income by letting others Airbnb my house or come to stay in my house as guests and having my own Airbnb or, or being a host for Airbnb has allowed me to do just that. And I've met other hosts. I've actually spoken at Airbnb's host conference. I think it was in 2017. I met so many just nice hosts. It's a great community. And I love, you know, turning my own home into an Airbnb. Like I'm traveling to Austin next month. 
My home's going to be an Airbnb while I'm away and I'll stay in an Airbnb. I'd rather stay in like a three-story house Airbnb than in one tiny hotel room in, in the middle of Austin during South by Southwest. So listen, while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who are just letting their house sit empty, who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, then you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Daylight savings time is starting up again. Okay, podcast is over. That's all you needed to know. But why do we have uh, daylight savings time? Answer, to give us more daylight from March through November. By setting your clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day that initial, when we initially start daylight savings. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. This is such a brilliant idea for a business, and ZipRecruiter did it. So ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. I've used ZipRecruiter particularly as a potential employee, and I still to this day get messages every day. James Aldacher, would you like to apply to be VP of entertainment at NBC or whatever. So there's just nonstop emails. Like I got five or six emails today because of because a year ago I signed up for ZipRecruiter. So spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You know, the other thing I want to say about news is that whenever there's a period in my life where other people are writing about me for whatever reason, it there's 100% like untruths in there. I don't want to say outright lies because that sounds malicious, but 100% of the time, whenever an article mentions me, there's something that is completely not true in in the article. And so I just wonder if that occurs to me, it's got to occur in basically almost every other article out there unless I'm special, which I'm not. There's a cognitive bias for this. It's called the Gelman amnesia effect. And the idea is that if you read a, you know, I, I mean, I have a PhD in physics. If I read about physics and it's a, an article on the, you know, Washington Post, I read it and I say, oh my God, this makes no sense whatsoever, right? They're saying things completely wrong, right? But if I read a, a, an article about, uh, you know, foreign politics and I say, oh, wow, so interesting. But of course, someone who knows that topic is going to read about it and clearly say, oh, that's bullshit. Right. So it's always that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. always everything is bullshit. <laughs> so it's true. Like, there's, there's really no reliable piece of news uh, except when you do your own research, as yep. Robin did with, when she put together her doomsday portfolio. And then you feel confident enough to 
put your money where your mouth is, as, as she did. What else would you ignore? And this is not just for 2022. This is for life in general. Like what other things do you ignore? Like forget this I mean, list for a second. I mean, for me, it's just news. Like literally just news that I would ignore. I, I ignore uh, most advice. Like if someone gives me investment advice, I'm not going to listen. What do I ignore? I don't know. What do I ignore? I felt like I'm very gullible. I just listen to everything. See, I'm gullible too, which is why I tell myself in advance not to listen to things people tell me because I'll just believe whatever people tell me. I think the advice me. thing you mentioned, it's actually very interesting because I'm the same. I avoid most advice, but I seek a lot of advice. I always ask people for advice, but then I mostly ignore it. But I always think that, you know, maybe I'm just thinking about things in one way and I'm not uh, looking at some possibility or option that they may bring up. So I always like to ask for a lot of advice right. because I want to see other people's point of view on things. And perspective, yeah, that's true. Right. Are you also like looking for advice that you agree on though? That's a, that's the- No, usually not. I mean, yeah, there's a, I mean that's lot. normal, right? People you know? just want to be heard, be told yeah. that they're right, right? I think that's just normal. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah but, but, it, but it's interesting though, like most advice people give, you could also find someone you equally respect who gives the opposite advice. Like yeah. one person will say, eat meat primarily, and another person will say, eat fruit primarily. And they're both smart people who maybe are dietitians for all we know, and they're both giving equally powerful advice. So that's why it's hard to, like, like think of advice someone could give you that you haven't heard the exact opposite somewhere. That's that's why I feel like it's good to like understand your own feelings and your own gut feeling with things. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. it's super important. Like, like let's say someone like okay, let's just take the, a classic piece of advice, and and maybe I'm wrong about this, but you know we we've had a, we've done a bunch of podcasts about the four agreements. The first agreement is always be impeccable, impeccable. with your word. Right. So I could think of people saying, well, listen, don't always. Like in business, for instance, a lot of people say under promise and over deliver. I don't agree with that, but that's the, that's not being impeccable with your word, for instance. And yet people are very serious about giving that advice, uh, under promise and over deliver. That is in direct conflict with be impeccable with your word. Yeah. I mean, they're not true, you know, rules of nature. It's just words that people came up with. So there's no underlying truth to any of those. So yeah. Yeah. I so mean, you just I'd... kind of have to decide in the situation. Yeah, and also like humans aren't born with manual, so like we don't know who has the best advice out there. And you know, you know, and also like advice has to, advice is like relationship. It has to be at the right time, right place, and you know, and for the right, right person, person too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then this person says, and I, by the way, I kind of agree with this, even though it goes again. You might not think I agree with this, but his number one thing of ten things to ignore in twenty twenty two is cryptocurrency, and. The part of me that agrees with that is that if you're not going to invest in cryptocurrency, you shouldn't read about it or know anything about it at all because only like 1% of the transactions in the world or less are being done with cryptocurrencies. So what, why do we need to know about it? Now, if you're looking at it as a long-term investment, maybe you start to research it and so on. Like you could choose to research it, but he's choosing to ignore it and there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Right, I felt like even though if you're investing in it, you shouldn't pay too much attention about it. You yeah. you could you know you could still read into it a little bit, but 
like really into like cryptocurrency or anything that you're investing in, it's very very tiring, which I. I experienced firsthand two years ago. So I'm like, oh, I, the world is, you know, we close out our economy. Now I'm going to try to do it in crypto. I read a bunch of different things. And like you said, like there are all their advice is everywhere because someone said this is the best. Someone said this is the worst. So like if, you, if, you're, if you're invested in cryptocurrency and you really believe in that one or two mm-hmm. coin, you know, you shouldn't be reading too much about the whole industry. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, like for instance, I own Ethereum. Probably only once a week will I check what the price is, and I shouldn't even do uh, that. Uh, like you shouldn't really, you know, when I when I first was owning stocks like twenty twenty five years ago, I would refresh Yahoo Finance every second just to see where <laughs> my stock's going because you had to refresh yeah. then. And now, and I realized that was, and when I was day trading, I mean, that's what I did for a living was basically look at every tick of every stock, and it was just such a waste of time. But then that's also the difference, even for crypto, right? Depends if someone. Uh, you know, owns crypto to hold it for the long term if they're doing day trading. Right. If you're doing day trading, you cannot help but, you know, inform yourself and see what happens, right? Yeah. Because that's how you're going to make the money. So it's, uh, yeah. if you're just uh, right. getting Bitcoin, hope, hoping that the value will be still up in 10 years, then of course it's completely different, but that doesn't yeah. make it, uh, you know, like- useless to, to be informed, right? Like Warren Buffett always says, the best investment now is if you find, if you think a company is going to be around twenty years from now, it's a good investment now. And so you don't have to. I mean, when I was this is why I stopped day trading because I got sick of looking at things like every second or yeah. every day, or it was just awful. Um, yeah. it's so bad for your health to like just sit on the ta- uh, sit on your chair, and then you're gonna get fat. There you go. Yes. Yeah, I'm not fat shaming, but you know, just be healthy and walk around. Uh, don't buy standing desk. Standing desk is a fake. Is it really? <laughs> Are you giving advice? <laughs> yeah. Well, because like I hate it because I was I was an IT person in some digital marketing company, and I have to set ten a day, and then I set it, and then two months later they stopped using it. This is wasting my energies, and they're they're pretty heavy too. Ugh, yeah. All those people. Yeah. Did, did you get a better shape with a standing desk? I mean, they are not. They still sit on their fat ass all the time. Well, you could get a bicycle. <laughs> I mean, bicycle is good. Or the the treadmill. Oh, you're like doing the band, uh-huh, like, Yeah, the the the, like the band Greenfield Greenfield had one. Those are good. Like if they stand and walk at the same time. Yeah, you can write a, an idealist ten ideas for Peloton. Yeah, they can use it. <laughs> Peloton. <laughs> I think we got to write Elon 10 Musk. ideas for Elon Musk on Twitter also. We've got a yeah. couple. So, yeah. so what else do you choose to ignore? Or are you choosing to ignore? Uh, oh, oh, oh. I just did this recently. Paolo's going to be disappointed in me. I choose to ignore my calorie intakes. Your calorie intakes? <laughs> yeah, because I, I got stuffed way too much. Okay, so I'm going to just... give you two pieces of advice. Uh-huh. The only thing that determines weight gain or weight loss is is calories consumed versus calories burned. Like that's the only thing. But right. on the other side, <laughs> good calories are different than bad calories in terms of health. Yes. So I just gave you two exact pieces of advice <laughs> that are probably both equally good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or I have equally to ignore bad. my Captain Crunch. Or equally bad. Yeah, like. <laughs> so, like, if you want to lose a lot of weight, you starve yourself. But if you want to be healthy. I don't even know what a healthy diet is because there's all sorts of advice on that. Yeah. I have to ignore my Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Oh yeah, she and by the way, for the first time in like 
45 years maybe i had some captain crunch because robin got captain crunch and they're good they're really good <laughs> but i haven't had them in 45 years because my father banned captain crunch from my house when i was a kid because yeah. he, he said he literally said to me this will rot your brain as he was pouring it into the garbage and i in and i was in shock like i loved it and he was just pouring it in there like fruit he took the fruit loops the captain crunch <laughs> and sugar pops it, it was called sugar pops then now it's called corn pops and he right. poured it all away and he says this will rot your brain if you eat this stuff see if if i am a michael bay and make making james biography a movie one day i'm that scene's gonna be epic Oh, wait. You know when, when he's gonna pour it, and then Hans Zimmer's writing the, the 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 scores, and then there's explosion everywhere. Yeah, doesn't doesn't somebody have to like don't, don't aliens have to crash through the roof then? And uh, yes, and then and grab in, me and take me to yeah, space. And, and only in only happened in U.S. No other country. Only happened in the United States. <laughs> All right, I'm but, in. Uh, yeah, but I have to say, I never have Captain Crunch in my life before. Well, don't start. Okay. Yeah. Start because it's excellent. Out. I'm just giving the opposite <laughs> advice, <laughs> and it probably won't hurt your brain as much as my dad thought it would. Anyway, so <laughs> yes. that's pretty much determined what your brain is. Although yeah. I don't know, you, 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 whether you are good at making decisions or not is related to how much sleep you have uh, prior nights and what kind of food you eat, I guess, and your stress levels. So maybe, right. maybe it'll affect you. I don't know. But everybody else should write their list of things. That we should ignore over the next year, and this was this was list was called Ten Things to Ignore in 2022 by Bill Bergerman, and he posted it on Notepad N O T E P D dot com, and it was an interesting list. It's got um, it's got almost five thousand views, uh, six six comments, and uh, that's it. Stay tuned for the next idea list of the day. Unless is there anything else you guys want to add? Anything else you're ignoring? Maybe you're ignoring me. Yeah, the end of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I will yes. adore James in 2022. Okay, thanks a lot, you guys. Okay. All Bye-bye. right, thank you. Thanks. Bye. 